Franklin Freights. That's what Bilbo Baggins hates. That's what Bilbo Baggins hates. So carefully, carefully with the plates. Blunt the knives and bend the forks. Smash the bottles, burn the corks. That's what Bilbo Baggins hates. So carefully, carefully with the plates. How are we, everybody? Uh, hello. It is 1.30 in the morning, and myself... Nina and John are in my car heading home from a screening of The Hobbit, mm. an unexpected shithole. <laughs> yeah, well, we did have an unexpected shithole this evening. Um, it, it should be noted that um, at least myself, definitely Nina, and, and probably John to a major extent, are major, major fans of the original trilogy, of the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Yes, I'd say that. Wouldn't funny. you say? Yeah. I mean, I'm a huge fan. I, there was a time when I considered it to be... You know, a group of my favorite films of all time, I sure. would say. Yeah, for sure. Um, and, and that's still true to, to a large extent. Um, I've been looking forward to this Hobbit movie for ten, ten years, I would say. Ten years. But that's not to say that I... Oh my, people are flipping each other off at the, uh, at the ticket station on the way out of the parking garage. Uh, but that's not to say that I hated the movie. I saw the film last night in 2D in 24 frames a second. And I thought it looked lovely. I, I considered it a beautiful film. A lot of the bad uh, critiques I've seen, I didn't buy. I, I just, I loved it. I thought it was great. Yeah, I watched it with you. I, I thought it was amazing. I went away being like, this movie is incredible. How can it possibly be bad? Why are people saying bad things about it? Well, I mean, minor things, but... And I feared, so the whole, the, some, of the, some of the hype surrounding the film is, it's the first film to try this kind of uh, 48 frames per second um, presentation. John, go ahead and explain that while I try to get out of the parking garage. Yeah, I mean, really the idea is, you know, all the movies we've pretty much ever watched in a cinema have been shown at 24 frames per second forever. In fact, so much so that we all kind of just associate the way that 24 frames per second looks with a movie, you know, with this, oh, I'm clearly watching a movie because this is 24 frames per second. It's kind of the way that your eye even yeah. Uh, perceives reality, right? Yeah, it's it's just it's just been ingrained into us forever. And then uh, when you th- when you think about higher frame rates, you're thinking like TV. TV is usually shot at you know sixty frames per second interlaced, so you get you know half resolution frames, but the visual effect is still the same. The the, the, the way that so the film was deliberately shot in three D and at this forty eight frames, and few theaters project the film. Or I guess the, it, it's digital, right? In this yep. case, they shot it digitally. But they, they don't often project in 48 frames. This no. just seems unnecessary. And it just seems unnecessary to even decide to go ahead and try to do this. They hyped it as this very, like, this is a, you know, so some every director tries something new. You know, Christopher Nolan with the Batman series shot many of his sequences on the IMAX camera. And if you see that in IMAX, it looks amazing. I mean, mm-hmm. it look, it, there's no 3D, there's no bullshit. It just looks really great. Yep. Um, so 3D, 48 frames a second is the way this film was meant to be seen. That's how we can consider it. So I was afraid I might not like it. Wait a minute. So tell me which exit I take. Uh, You're going to take this first one right here. Where that going? 192, yep, 95 South, 2195, New York. So go this way. And then I'm good. Yeah. Just stay, uh, yeah, just stay straight. So, um, so, so I was, I was really concerned that I wouldn't like it. Yep. Um, in that version. So, especially with all the bad criticisms of the movie. So I was like, I better see it normal. And then I liked the film so much, I was like ready to see it again. And I was like, well, this time I'll see it the way it was meant to be seen. And even if I don't particularly have a taste for it, um, 
maybe you know I, at least I already know I like the, the movie like so I'll 26 hours later 26 yeah. hours later you were coming back for it again I told uh, I asked John if he'd like to come even though it was a 1025 screening of a pretty three, late pretty three late for uh, for old man John here John Hunt goes to bed very early yes we're no better well maybe I mean we're in bed by like 11 so um, we haven't really discussed it yet but what I can say is that within the first moments of watching it I feared I, I, I noticed exactly what I was fearing, which was like, it looks like fucking shit. I stay to the right, right? Yeah, just stay straight and you'll get home. I stay to the right. Yes, stay okay. in this lane yeah, and you'll you. get home. Um, I was like, this looks like shit. Not only does it look like shit, it looks like we've talked about it on the, on the podcast before. Sometimes a lot of TVs display at this high frame rate or this yeah. high refresh rate, yep. and it makes it look... Yeah, like I did, I, I did feel like I was watching football. The first thing I saw was... Bilbo shuffling around the hobbit hole. Yep. And it looked like they were just playing him really fast. Whenever yeah, whenever the motion whenever they were doing camera motion plus actor motion in any kind of, of not very slow motion, it looked super speed. And I don't really know why that happened. It just did. It, it always looked sped up, even though it wasn't in actuality. It was yeah, very it's strange. Not, it's, not like, it's not like things are occurring in faster time, but no. it, it, you perceive it that way because I don't really know why. I but, don't know why. I, I um, couldn't say. But it, it was really distracting, and um, and more than that, painful to my eyes. Yeah. I literally, you know, and not to mention, I already don't like 3D. Yep. I actually didn't, I didn't think the 3D looked all that bad in this movie. I didn't think it looked all that great either. I thought it was, again, another big, a big no-op for 3D, you know? it's I, 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 I haven't seen a movie since Jackass that actually made good use of 3D, in my opinion. It's one of those things where 20 minutes in... Less than that, I would say. Yeah, you forgot about the three. Yeah, you're not. You just don't even give a shit that you're watching it in three D. Yep. Because the fact is, folks, that like, yes, it's in two D or whatever, mm-hmm. but it's giving you the perception because of lensing, because of focal lengths, that there's depth in the frame. Yeah, and that's all this is. Is it just, it just creates a little bit more of an illusion of depth. And and with this particular film, I don't know what he thought was going to be different about it or. But it, it did the same thing that Lord of the Rings did, which was some of the most beautiful things were the giant New Zealand landscapes, which 3D yeah. is not going to do anything for. You're just trying to look at this giant right. yeah. panoramic it's, it, view. It's like taking like a really like um, beautifully made, you know, uh, the chef's special. Yeah. And just like throwing some butter on top of it. <laughs> it's like, dude, it was good. Yeah, it was good already. You kind of fattied it up a little bit now. Yeah. Um, that aside... So I, I have to admit, I fell asleep a number of times because I was just so... I actually, I don't think it was because I was tired. I think it was because my eyes fucking killed. Yeah. And I just wanted to... Like, I needed a rest. Yeah, I, I felt like it needed an intermission. I don't know why. I was just like... I was kind of worn out. I mean, it is a late show, but not. it wasn't like I was tired. I just, like, wanted to kind of get up and go stare at a mountain somewhere. I don't know. <laughs> I, I felt like being annoyed by the visuals made other things that I had been slightly irritated by in the film much more annoying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it made any little flaw in the film glaring. Like, like even acting stuff. Even, like, Thorin, like, acting with his eyes constantly and looking up at people and just giving people, like, dead angry stares and doing nothing else all of a sudden yeah. started pissing me off. I didn't really care about that. I didn't necessarily think you were on board with me. I was just expressing my own opinion. It's totally fine. <laughs> um... <laughs> What, uh, most importantly, John, this is your first viewing of the film, which I feel bad about. Yeah. But what did you think of the movie? 
Uh, I thought it was. It's probably. It's probably a great movie, but I need to not watch it in this format. Yeah, so that's why I didn't watch it like that in the first place because I was really worried that that would be my. I mean, uh, you know, Gollum's Gollum was incredibly animated. You know, there was uh, no question, and, and and they also. I mean, it was pretty clear that you know if they were going to go for this forty-eight frames bullshit, which obviously they did. At the beginning, they had no idea what they were doing. Uh, and in some shots, they had no idea what they were doing. You mean in the beginning of the movie? Yeah, the beginning well, of the like film. It's not like they shot it chronologically. Oh, I know, but there were certain there were certain shots. In fact, they shot the Gollum stuff first. That looked good. I mean, but either that or they spent their money in ways that that some of the visual effects, especially the visual effects in the first half of the movie, really were not up to par with 48 frames per second. Um, and then the stuff in the, the later half, particularly in Goblin Town, uh, you know, I thought, you know, that was just just uh, really beautifully done. Yeah, spoilers, um, by the way. We're totally going to be spoiling. Yeah, spoiler, spoil, spoil. I mean, if you haven't read the damn book by now, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> well, I, I suppose uh, uh, the elements maybe will be spoiling. Um, yeah, I think we all know that Bilbo survives, right? Yeah, no, um, he dies. And eventually all these fucking dwarves die. No, nah, they live. <laughs> I love the dwarves. I think they're awesome. I, I, I actually, I like the stuff in the Hobbit Hole. I think Martin Freeman is a fantastic casting choice for Bilbo. Yes. He, he, he knocks it out of the park. Great. Um, I think that Saruman looked like he was about to croak. Uh, yeah. Christopher Lee looks really old. Yes, he you, does. You and I had said yesterday that, if anything, there's not enough of Martin Freeman. Yeah, he, he. I wish there was more Bilbo in this movie. Yeah, well, we're honestly, it was re, it was well balanced. I mean, you think so? You know, it didn't it didn't feel long. It felt long because of the format we I watched it in. But it flew by. I, so I saw it in a, like a stadium seating situation. Yeah. With like it was in Swansea, so nice projection, uh-huh. nice and big, two D. Yeah. Good color. This also fucked up the color, by the way. Oh yeah. It had it had this kind of nice bronze. Vibrance to it throughout all of the movie yesterday, tonight sucks some of that out this, too. Yeah, this took on a little gray shade like every other. Now keep in mind, you have to like there's there's probably I don't know thirty theaters across the country that that are screening this way, maybe a little more than that, but 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 only a handful. Yeah. So you got to go out to like a major city. So we went to Providence. You got to go to a city to see it. And wow, is it not fucking worth it? Yeah, I well, I mean, I re- I was reading a lot of things that at the last minute they cut the number of the high frame rate theaters way back, mm. um, because the audience was just not reacting to it well. They they screened it at I want to not Comic Con, back in March or April they for some kind of exhibition. Yep. And um and the audience was like. Yeah, they, I think they showed actually the golems, some of the golem stuff. Yeah, and the audience was like, "Wow, that was bad." Yeah, uh, the you know the frame rate that is the movie looked great. Yeah, but um, and Peter Jackson's response. Now keep in mind, this is a director I've I've admired and looked up to and have hung off of his every fucking word. I've seen every little documentary. I mean, I'm, this is an idol for me. Mm-hmm. But uh, but his answer was, "Well, I just disagree. I how do I you know? It's like saying I like cake and you don't like cake." <laughs> Something like that. Like it's just a matter of opinion. But, yeah, um, but I think once once he gets the feedback from everyone, that I I, I mean I don't think those uh, I'd be surprised to see if there's people who like this. People were worried that this would you know being a prequel to a well loved trilogy starting to sound familiar. Yeah, uh, that this would be the Phantom Menace of Lord of the Rings. Yep, and 
I think I don't think it's that at all. I don't th- no, it's film it, wise, it, it's not. It, yeah, it didn't but have this giant bullshit. like character story problems. I'll it was this, just this this, this viewing, which this apparently, framework. according to you, well, I mean, you're you're informing me now. Not a lot of people are going to see it this way anyway. Maybe that's a huge benefit. Yeah, I think so. This frame rate thing is the Jar Jar of The Hobbit. <laughs> In its own way. 48 yeah. frames. Like, remember how... Except everybody had to watch Jar Jar. That's true. And apparently not everyone has remember, to see this Remember how in episode one, Jar Jar is in it a lot? Like, he's one of the main characters. And then in episode two, he pops in for, like, a quick second and then leaves. I'm hoping that's what happens with 48 frames. I hope that just yeah. doesn't I, play I, like know, this Mark ever my words, I don't think that the next one we will see in 48 frames. And they shot the entire trilogy. Yeah. Uh, in this format. I don't think anyone gives a rat's ass. Was it more expensive? Was it like a technical I would difficulty? Ima- I would imagine. It certainly took more cost to do it. it didn't it have... I don't know. I, I, I haven't looked into it. Oh, we should also mention... What about the... Like, if you just look up showtimes... If you look up, <laughs> if you look up showtimes for a theater that shows it in the multiple formats, so you would think that the formats would just be high frame rate three D, regular three D, and no three D, no high format or uh, high frame. Rate. Yeah. But there's also IMAX. Yep. IMAX high frame rate three D. Yes. IMAX three D. Real three D. Not real 3D. And then there was this the like this, this eye version that I didn't really know what they were where they were talking about. It was like when they had the six or seven different listings of the available options in Providence. It was just uh, like uh, all I know is it's this for me. It's the simple concept of like when you move, right? When like your eye sees bl- blur in motion. Yeah. And if you remove the blur in motion. It has an unsettling speeding effect. And yes. um, and when you have, like you said, John, when you have people running and you have a camera that's flying all over the place. Yeah. It's very unpleasant. Yeah. I mean, you can you can simulate this effect in your own home or just looking okay. outside your car. Try it. Just, just look out the window and flip your eyes back and forth really quick. Look out one of the side windows and you'll see that you can catch the motion of things and it stops and looks very unusual. And that's the kind of experience you get while watching The Hobbit. And it's just not, not a good it's thing. It's just so distracting. Like, I couldn't even focus on dialogue. Plus, I'm sure they had to edit for 3D to keep the, the scenes. There was a couple scenes that the 3D didn't resolve out correctly for me. And I think I was looking at it inverted because my brain misinterpreted the 3D somehow. That's the other thing. Is Didn't you read, because um, Nina and I were saying this, didn't you read that... Um, People were like, well, after 20 minutes, you get used to the high frame rate. Yeah, and I did I, not. I never got used no. to it. Especially as I woke up I, from I, my multiple yeah, sleeps. I, I think it just kept getting worse and worse and yeah. worse. Yeah. The, the Gollum scene coming where it, where it lands was helpful because it was it, that one was distracting. I really didn't think about it during the Gollum stuff, and that yeah. was really kind of helpful. That kind of pulled me out of it. I was able to kind of enjoy the ending a little bit more. But just until then, just kept slamming me in the face. I remember when I first saw Two Towers, um, I thought Gollum looked so amazing. And that was, like, they developed a lot of motion capture technology to make that character work back then. And they've they've done it so many more times with so many more films. And um, seeing him come back was really awesome. And, I mean, yeah, like, to say he was well animated is an understatement because it's... It's 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 very it was thorough motion capture. Yeah, um, his facial muscles are uh, especially. I think Peter Jackson note, uh, made note of. 
My um, Hobbit memory is not great. Is that it for him in The Hobbit? I, well, it is, yes, but, but um, I noticed he was billed on the other two films. Uh, so we'll, or at we'll least on one of them. We'll be, we'll be seeing him again. Yeah, I think they're building him in. But uh, anyway, a lot of people have complained about, like, how are you going to make three movies out of, out of this one slim little book? Yeah. I, I can totally see it. I mean, so far, I'm like, I, it's not like I thought that there was too much going on in this movie. No. Um, you know, I'd rather have more than less. I just don't want the fucking frames. Yeah. <laughs> not more frames. You want half the frames, but you don't mind triple the movies. I can't believe I paid an extra $5 on top of $10. I, you know, 15 bucks per You ticket. only paid for the, the awesome 3D, though, Frank. Oh, God. Oh, the awesome 3D. <laughs> you got the extra frames for free. It doesn't even look like 3D, though. It looks like they took... It, uh, like, you know, like a children's pop-up book? Yeah. Where you, like, like it's it's still a cardboard representation of the thing yep. just popped out of the book. The yep. diorama version? Yeah, it's like way? a diorama. It looks like a diorama. And, it, yeah, I know James Cameron, blah, 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 it goes in and inside instead of outside. It's still the same concept of, like, it's it, it looks to me like a, uh, an element separated from the background. That's yep. all it looks like. Uh, it still looks 2D in that doesn't way. It doesn't matter what you shoot it in, it still looks like that. You know what? As a matter of fact, it looks more 2D in that way. Yeah. Because suddenly it does look like, it looks like paper cutouts on top of one another. Yep. As opposed to me just kind of believing, you know, like, I don't know. I mean, you, you go back as far as, like, 1938, Wizard of Oz. Like, there's, that. that's a very rich, deep-looking film. Yep. You don't need that to be in 3D. Uh, no. It's so fucking Nobody horrible. needs... Nobody really likes 3D. No, There's no one who is like, Oh my god, I gotta see that in 3D. And look, if you need the ticket sales, if you need, like... If you gotta cross a billion bucks every time you make a movie, shoot it in IMAX. I love IMAX. Sure. Everybody does. They all come out... IMAX is actually an experience. That that 70 millimeter frame is just massive. Yeah. The de- the detail, you just can't get it anywhere else. Did you see, like... Did you see Dark Knight in IMAX? I did. Do you yes. remember, like, that very first shot? Yeah. That, that, like, it comes up from black? Yep. And there's that quick, like, breathless moment of, yep. like, whoa. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it has that high, high resolution. It even looks really good on Blu-ray. Yeah. Oh, yeah, sure. Whenever you downsample that that super high-res stuff, it just retains way more than, than doing... I mean, obviously, you know, non-IMAX stuff can look great, but it just it's just amazing. It's amazing stuff. Um, I hope I never have to watch it like that ever again. If I don't plan on it. When I, well, when I buy it on Blu-ray, will I fucking... Will it, I'm not sure that Blu-ray players can even play at yeah, 48 is that, frames Would that be second. my television doing that? Yeah, they, there's kind of a lack of whole infrastructure to be able to play that back for you. That's yeah. nice. That's fortunate. <laughs> yeah, I really don't. I mean, our TVs can't really do that. That's like, oh, everything's 24p. Which makes it, again, an interesting choice, though, on Peter Jackson's part. Because what are you... I'm not if, sure what he was trying to do. Yeah, if he was if, trying if to future-proof the, the film or or what. But, man... It, That's a weird vision of the future. It was, yeah. To be like, in the future, it's all going to be a little bit more framey. We're all going to be a little bit nauseous the whole time. I remember when I first movies. heard him say that, I was like... Wait a minute, like, like in the same way that fucking television is thirty frames a second, <laughs> and I was like, oh no, it must be something else. Yeah. He's, he's just making the Hobbit for television. Yeah, yeah, he must be. Ta- it looked like a, B- a BBC documentary. A like, lot um, of it did. Yeah, a lot of it looked like a cheap history documentary. I even heard like when they were interviewing the cast, and they were like, "It looks like telly." Yeah. It looks uh, like, like telly. Good or bad. So enough, it looked like expensive telly. Expensive telly. So enough of the griping. 
Yeah. Uh, let's gripe about something else. All right. <laughs> Before we went out to this late movie, um, there was a production at UMass Dartmouth. Yes. This, this sounds like all we do is go to plays. It does. <laughs> like, 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 we just get together with we John and we go to We are into the theater. We are real theater buff. We went, we went to a production of one of my classic favorite films, Cannib- Cannibal the Musical, uh, by Man. Trey Parker. Um, very funny little movie. It's a great movie. And uh, I, was, I was in a production of it in college, and uh, I noticed that this... It, it's the same group that puts on Rocky Horror Picture Show at UMass Dartmouth every year. And they've also put on plays throughout the year, and they tend to they tend to pick fairly like either offbeat or even gothy yeah. shit. Like they did Malice in Wonderland, they did Tommy, yeah, they did uh, Sweeney Todd. I, I saw Tommy and I saw Malice in Wonderland, and they were both dog shit. Yeah, um, I was describing like what I'm used to on the way to UMass to John. Mm-hmm. I was like, look, I don't know whether or not this is going to be good, but in the past, like. It, it doesn't feel like you're watching a play. It looks like you're watching maybe one of their first rehearsals. <laughs> it, it, like, the, the lights, the house lights are on the whole time. <laughs> and, um, but, I, you know, I, I, I noticed the, invi- actually, Rocky Horror was, was pretty good this year. One of my friends, Derek Lorendo, played, uh, played Frank, and uh, he was really committed and good. And, and they invited me on Facebook, and I was like, yeah, maybe. And then I actually got reached out by somebody who was like, you love Cannibal the Musical, please come. I was like, <laughs> okay. butts and seats. So I was like, I'm still a little bit reluctant. But then I, I asked John, what's he doing? And, and I was like, ah, oh, stop being an old man. Come out and see a couple of shows with us. Yeah, and look John how was, that went. <laughs> and John was like, yeah, let's do it. Now, now the plays are done. Now John's never, never coming again. with us never again. Never again. And uh, we... We're supposed to pay fifteen dollars a head for fuck for this show, yes. and instead we paid five because I lied and said we were students. But they kind of fed it to me. They were like, "You students here?" And I was like, "Yes." Yeah. They, 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 the they kind of knew. They were like, I'm "We really alum, don't want to make so. you pay fifteen dollars for what you're about to see, but you don't know it yet." <laughs> so, are you a student? Wink, wink. Nudge, nudge. And then I sat down, and Nina had stolen a um, a program at one point, yeah. and I took a look through it. And the, the director, who is both musical director and director-director, yeah, and he, he, he wrote this little kind of um, confessional on, like... Yeah, a nice little blurb. Basically, I'm like, I love the shit out of this movie. I love Trey Parker. I, I can only ever trust my... You know, when I heard that my... You know, this production company was putting this on, uh, I knew I had to direct it. I can only yep. trust myself with the material because I'm so familiar with it. I've been watching it since I was a kid. I got to do this. Yeah. And um, I'm like, okay, well, so we've got a committed person on board. And he's obviously a musician and shit. And we even noticed they had – I it was in the theater that we premiered Apo and 10 Pounds in. And I never knew that they had a little uh, – what do you call it? What's the what's the, th- the pit? The pit, yeah. Musical pit there. And I was like, oh, there's even like kind of like, uh, you know – when I put on, you know, when we put on our production at Emerson, it was just a little piano playing some saloon music. But, yeah. Uh, so be yeah, like a, a five-member band. There. A little extra music. Um, I'm sorry if anybody involved is listening to this. I, I really, I really am sorry. Fuck, man, that was bad. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't I don't know I'm not sorry to everyone. I'm sorry if you were were someone who was maybe behind the scenes who really cared. But there were just a lot of areas that it, it just seemed like neglect. It seemed like some negligence. There were like, obviously people who really cared about that production. So I, I don't want to. I mean, it wasn't good. It was not. It was not good. It was not watchable. It was not enjoyable to watch. But 
I, I, I appreciate the fact that, that, yeah, somebody, a lot of people probably did work pretty hard on this. And You think you know, so? I think so. Where, where did you see the hard work? I could see the hard work in the fact that, that like, it, it wasn't completely incompetent in some ways. Like, the acting was, was pretty much, uh, you know, uh, jumps. I mean, uh, you, you got to think in terms of, like, this is an offbeat comedy. Timing's everything. Yeah. And if you have, if everybody's delivering their lines like they can't remember them, and, you know, you, you're not landing, like, lots of, lots of those lines and exchanges demand quick exchanges, really tight, tight exchanges. Yeah. And this thing was loose as a goose. Yes, and it was. It, and it's not something you had to learn from scratch. There exists a film. There exists yeah, a movie. Yeah, you can where, go where watch it. You've, you've seen it done well. You're familiar yeah. with it. I mean, not that you have to do exactly what they did. Yeah, but if you wanted an idea of where to start from, you got a great idea. I mean, if, if you just wanted to learn your lines, you could just watch it on loop. Yeah. but they, and, and then there were times where they needed to let a joke breathe and it didn't. And I said, you know something, as I'm watching it, I'm going, yeah, okay, so they do not... You know, even if they get the comedy, they're not performing it right. Yeah. Um, but this guy in the program is a musical director. I'm sure the music will be good. Yep. Now, I know these songs like the back of my hand. Oh, yeah. I, I, I know every, you know, I, I've got muscle memory for it. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm probably like the guy who directed it. I just know this really well. Um, nobody could sing. Oh no! And I'm not saying like like uh, like to my standards or something like that. Well, no, and, to anybody's. And can, can we mention the fact that you were in a production? You you've been in this exact production before, yeah. so you've you've seen it done and you've seen it done behind the scenes, and it's not like it's impossible to do. And that production was starring myself and Ben Fisher and John Ryan, who you know, uh, Red Cow alums. If you will. <laughs> uh, but alas, um, I don't want to beat up a college theater company too much but um but it was really bad and um I don't know I don't know how you could have made it better without really kind of beating up on the cast and 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 my only guess is that um you know this was like finals week they performed this during finals week yeah and rough timing Nino just wanted to jump up and be like everybody stop putting on this play and go study for your finals yeah uh which maybe needed to happen but we (laughs) uh intermission hit and we realized like if we didn't leave Soonish, we weren't going to make the amazing high frame rate. Uh, <laughs> the hopes were still so high at that time. Yeah, I was like, I was well, like, we could go like, off and see oh, a good thing. you know, we saw a lousy, you know, musical, but into the Hobbit, it's coming up. In, right. in all fairness, the reality of watching the play visually looked better than the film. Yeah, Uh-oh. my my oh, eyes God. did a better job of watching the play. I gotta see it. I gotta say, you know. My eyes weren't aching while I was watching Cannibal the Musical. Just my heart. <laughs> Mine too. Um, my comedy heart. Yeah. And we should probably... I mean, the, the theater was maybe... There was probably like like 35 people in, in the theater. Oh, a little more. Give them 50. What was going on with the fucking... I, I have to really harp on this because it's it takes you out so much. What was going on with the house lights on the audience constantly? It's not like they were, like, walking up and down the audience doing that bullshit thing where they sing amongst us. No, that only happened once, though. They only brought them up full once for some reason beyond anyone's control. It makes you feel like the show is getting canceled. Yeah. Like, like, all right, everybody, yeah, we just got the numbers in. I've been to professional shows, like when we went to go see Russell Brand, where they couldn't control the house lights. Is this something I don't understand because I'm not in theater that's especially difficult to... Master house light control. There's this uh, this old Greek concept, Nina, called the uh, the tragedy, the proscenium, the the proscenium arc, in which the stage on is fiction, 
Yep. And um, and yes, there's the Brechtian fourth wall breaking. Fourth wall. But generally, that's where the fiction takes place. When the fucking lights come on like that, it just breaks it for you. It wasn't breaking anything for me, really. <laughs> it was just a distraction. But you know, I I, I see your point. Yeah, I I, I don't know. I, I, these poor kids, man. Um, but hey, if if they are listening to this by any by any chance, um. And there is a good chance that I post them on Facebook, and they're like, oh, what'd you think of my show? Oh, crap, he hated it. <laughs> um, and then you can just kind of come up with reasons to hate me. To, yeah. To, to, yeah, to deflect there's, that. Yeah, there's a ton of reasons why. This is all invalid. And <laughs> um, The good news is The Hobbit was worse. <laughs> yes. Because it went on much longer, yeah. and it was much more There was more no painful. intermission. No intermission. <laughs> I, I still don't have the whole too long th- problem, though, that everybody else I, I was just had. uncomfortable from watching it. Me that too. was the, I, I, the I visual experience. All right, so I think that that, that uh, our kvetching is, is done. That's enough kvetching for you? Yeah, it's enough kvetching for me. We'll have to find something to be very positive about yeah. the next time the three of us get Cookies. together for a podcast. Well, we are going to because the next time we record will be Christmas. After all, there's only one more sleep to... There isn't, though. Let's think about this. This is not Christmas Eve. Oh, my God. It will actually... The Christmas episode will actually air on Christmas Day. (gasps) There'll be zero sleeps till Christmas. Holy crap. Yeah, right. Um, Fuck 48 frames a second and stupid ass. Thanks for listening. If you haven't seen the the movie yet, I hope this helps. Go see it in 2D, low frame rate. (laughs) It's a fine... Fine film with good performances, good ideas, uh, mostly good special effects. They have so many that it, it's kind of like King Kong. They have so many that like some do. Some are bound to, to flop a little. Crap a little. Like what's up with? Okay, here's here's something I got to harp on just a okay. little bit. The wargs, which if anybody's unfamiliar, are these kind of like giant wolves. Yep. The wargs, the wolves from Twilight. Mm-hmm. The wargs from the original trilogy. Yep. What is going on with like large wolves and their inability to look good on screen? Oh yeah. Like the CG wolves always I look like shit. I think there's just one wolves company, and they they always hire them, and they don't really do a great job. <laughs> wolves think you're not doing it. There, there, there's something special about wolf hair that can't be done. We can do it with any other type of hair. Because like even like yeah, the eagles look a little animated. In oh, the, face. the eagles looked rough in but, that 48 frame version. But at least the, their wings kind of look a little feathery. Yeah. At least, but um. I thought their, like, talons looked good when they were picking people yeah, up. Yeah, talons look fun. There's so much that, that um, I don't know, that, that CG is capable of nowadays, like the, um, like, did you see Ted, John? Yes, I did. I mean, I, th- just, I thought it looked, it was beautifully integrated. That little te- teddy bear looked amazing. You could never tell that that he wasn't part of that scene and didn't totally belong there. You didn't think of him as, and I, I heard Seth MacFarlane say this, you didn't think of him as an animated character. No. You thought of him as a teddy bear. Yep. Like like a physical teddy bear. Yep. Um, that just happened to be alive. And, and it was, was doing. It did the job perfectly. But it I, did yeah, exactly there's what it was something going to. on with wolves. I think because there 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 is this goblin king character we mentioned, and he was clearly mo capped, and he, there's clearly a very distinct performance behind him. Also, I thought the trolls for the most part looked looked pretty good. Yeah, they looked fine. I mean, yeah, when they like when he picked up Bilbo at one point, it looked like Bilbo was on a green screen stage, and yeah. they were. Integrated in, but in general, like they look performance driven and, and yeah. decent. But um, maybe just keyframe animators are getting worse because they're they're you know they use mocap. So but this often. is this is the best of the best. This movie should have the best of the best. Well, remember uh, when, remember in Phantom Menace when like okay time to get like Yoda and you, the Yoda puppet. 
yep. looked like asshole. Yes. Do you remember that? I do. And then they just were like, fuck it. And then they CG'd him in the next two movies. Yes. And then they went back on the Blu-ray and just CG'd him. Yep. Uh, in, in episode one. And it was like, yeah, yeah I like, forgot. I'm sorry. If you can't make this little Yoda puppet work, what's going on? And I remember everybody was like, well, they, no one really does puppets anymore. I was like, fuck you. Somebody's Go doing Go to Sesame puppets. Street. They still do puppets. Yeah. They're pretty darn good. Puppets and 16-year-old boys. Um, which, by the way, I we'll, we'll get to the Kevin Clash uh, uh, criminal crisis conundrum. We'll get to that soon because I, 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 I'm, I'm on Kevin Clash's side. I think I, I think he might have gotten a bad rap. Uh, we can talk about that at a later date. Uh, love you, folks. We're pulling into our home now, but uh, uh, stay far away from college productions and 48 frames per second. 48 frames per second. If they, if for whatever reason they're ever combined, like a 48 God. frame a second college stay production, stay home. I mean, really, just shoot yourself stay in the, the mouth. Fuck home. Just throw your TV out the window and yep. commit to never watching any kind of yeah, read a book. <laughs> entertainment. Yeah. yeah. That's read. Nice. You can read The Hobbit. Fucking e-readers are going to be in 48 frames a second. Okay. Oh, I'll stop reading. See you next week. <laughs> Good night, everybody. bend the smash the bottles and burn the corks. the glasses and pack the plates. That's what Bilbo Waggons hates. Run the clock, trail the fat, leave the bones on the bedroom mat. Pour the milk.